how to avoid negative emotions in your relationships. Negativity are emotions like fear, doubt, hate, worries, jealousy, among others. They are, as they are called, negative. Negative emotions like seed are thoughts we entertain. They can grow, bear fruits of discord, and break relationships. This is one reason we are asked to guide our hearts, because out of it flows issues of life and death. Entertaining negative thoughts about your partner can destroy your relationship faster than actions will. The reason is that thoughts grow. They may seem harmless at first, but consistently pondering on the same thought is like putting fire on dried grass. I once met a lady who told me her relationship was falling apart. When I asked her why, her reply was simply, I think he's cheating on me. He no longer calls me like he used to. He's not treating me like he used to. And when I confronted him, all he could say was, he won't let me nag him to death. He always finds a way to avoid us, really talking about the whole issue. But I am sure he's playing a fast one. I am just waiting to catch the lady he's sleeping with. I had to cut her there. This is how creative and imaginative the mind is. It can even call those things that be not as though they are. Have you ever been driving on or walking on a long road? You are sure you can see water in front of you. But when you move or drive closer, the water disappears. This is because our mind already has pictures, words, and experiences saved in its memory. So whenever it recognizes something that looks like what it has seen before, it gives it a name. The lady in our story suspected infidelity and allowed the thoughts of it grow so much in her mind and it was tearing her relationship apart. She could have just walked up to him and discussed her fears and grow some thoughts instead of nagging about it and make it look like it really happened. Let me ask you, what is the difference between a suspect and an accused person? A suspect will be probed for an answer, but an accused faces condemnation. When you jump the broom and start to thoughtfully and verbally condemn your suspect, they don't want to defend themselves anymore, but instead, they want to act in the manner you are accusing and condemning them of. And for some, they just walk away. This lady first suspected when she found he was returning late from work. When she asked, he told her he had already informed her of their one-week end-of-year meeting taking place at the headquarters, which means he has to move from his branch with other colleagues to the headquarters where the meeting was taking place. The journey back home was long and he had to buy something to eat and ended up arriving late each day of that week. Their wedding was about a month away, so she had a reason to be worried. And every time he called her to say, Hi, I just got home, she would start another round of accusation. Those accusations got to him and was affecting him at work, so he stopped calling. He stopped calling but planned for them to talk things over when his one-week meeting was over too. But on the fourth day, our lady was waiting for him in his house when he arrived from work by 11.15. She expected to see him come home with a girl, but he was alone and looking pale and stressed, carrying his laptop bags and files on one hand. 
she pounced on him, speaking on top of her voice. Where is she? Where is that harlot? He was so surprised and embarrassed. He refused her returning home alone, but decided to drive her home and called off the wedding. That was when she really calmed down and came to me for help. Her past relationships had always ended with the man cheating on her. So I could understand where her mind got the interpretation for her fiancé's actions. He always returned home from work by 7 p.m. He always calls before leaving the office and after greeting home. And suddenly, he's returning home by 10, 11 p.m. He only calls after reaching home now. His old-time friend from England is in town. His old-time friend is a bad boy or was a bad boy while in school. His old-time friend is taking fiancé out to meet girls. And those thoughts and those words just kept coming over and over and over. And the interpretation, her mind, who was used to suffering heartbreaks and cheating men, had to give those thoughts a name. So her mind started its process of creation. England friend was a bad guy. England friend is taking fiancé out to meet girls. It is one month to wedding. Those things I see men do with other girls, night to their wedding. What if fiancé, who is now a good Christian, succumbs to such temptations? Ayo was like that. Kunle was the same. Kingsley and all those men I ever met are cheap cheats. Now, fiancé has joined. He has even stopped calling to avoid raising suspicions. And it goes on and on, bringing old pictures and merging them with whatever it is that you're facing right now and presenting what it thinks is the problem. You have to be very mindful of the thoughts you entertain. The Bible said in Philippians 4.8, Finally, brethren, Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, and whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. This is the scripture I use to weigh every thought if it is worth my mind's creative attention or not. One way to always and easily get rid of such thoughts, such destructive thoughts like fear, jealousy, and its like, is to talk about it with your partner. Tell him or her, I feel like this and like that about your actions. I don't like to feel that way. Can you clarify this thing with me? If your partner is your friend, he or she will be willing to help straighten your thoughts. But it is not every time you ask for this type of attention from your partner. Sometimes, it is best to simply weigh it with the word of God and let it go. Secondly, you have to cultivate the attitude and believe that no one can hurt you. If they stay, fine. And if they leave, believe it was all to be so. No one can do to you what God has not allowed to happen to you. Fourth, is to learn to make excuses for people. Use words like, what if, what if not, 
he may have or she might have to stop your mind from agitating and arriving at an unverified conclusion. Unverified conclusions are almost always wrong. Fifth is to take some time off to heal after every breakup. If not, you will end up viewing the new person with the eyes of the old and calling the things that be not as though they are. I hope this helps you to avoid future heartbreaks. Thank you for listening. See you next time. And cheers to the brighter side of your life. I am Precious Okundia, the healthy relationship coach.